Welcome to the Therapeutic Bullshit Podcast, where we become better therapists by cutting through our own bullshit. As therapists, we like to get high on our own excuses. Unfortunately, we don't often confront what it means when we lose our authenticity and our ability to connect with our own humanity. Welcome to all the shit you don't want to see. Welcome to episode five, six, six. six. surely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's six. Okay, we're, we're totally ready for this. <laughs> so this episode, mm-hmm. we're talking about why self-care is bullshit. Yes. And, you know, I guess we have to preface this by saying not all self-care is bullshit, but a lot of it is. <laughs> capitalist parts of it (laughs) to be honest are you literally looking up which episode it is i wanted to make sure (laughs) one two three four five it is six yay (laughs) welcome back thanks for joining us we are in the new year 2020 oh my god yeah i wanted to take kind of a moment for us to kind of chat about this break that we've taken Mm -hmm. yeah let's we were doing some self-care shit that's Mm -hmm. what (laughs) There were a lot of bubble baths. No. Actually, I'm kidding. There weren't any bubble baths. I was like deathly ill all of December. Yeah, it was kind of, it was a necessary break. Mm-hmm. Um, where, when did we stop? October? Um, I don't know, but I know that the last episode we did was about grief. Yes. So October. Yeah. Aww, so we took November, December off. Yep. And now it's at the end of January. Mm-hmm. So a lot of months off. Yeah, which I think was a good thing. And it's interesting that we sort of took a break on grief <laughs> because it was a really difficult episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. We were actually grieving. Yeah. So mm-hmm. big feelings, big things. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't particularly feeling creative or mm-hmm. wanting to put in work and having to come to terms with myself that that was okay because mm-hmm. I was sort of feeling this pressure to... Mm-hmm. To do this, to do it on time, and um, I didn't like that we that I felt that way. Yeah, and then we kind of powwowed, I think, mm-hmm. in December, where I was like, wait, we have to remember why we're doing this. Yes. If and it be- why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, well, sort of the upshot, right, was that we're doing this as part of our own process, too, mm-hmm. and that if we're not doing it for ourselves first, then it actually doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then we're doing the thing that we're trying to tell people. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> to not do. Right. So it's been really good. I mean, I'm super excited to be starting up again. Yes. Um, tackling some of the subjects. I, I've been looking forward to the self-care one for a while. We have mm-hmm. ranted and raved about it for many, many eons. Yes, because this was actually one of the topics that yeah. we were like, fuck yeah, it's going to be in the first season mm-hmm. of our uh, podcast series mm-hmm. so i don't know why we chose sixth I, I, but i don't know that's we, just how no, it I, oh that was my watch saying don't worry about it why why <laughs> oh my god the bots are listening your watch literally just spoke to us for those who could not hear it marjorie's watch just literally piped up out of nowhere and said don't worry about it <laughs> that's creepy don't worry about it. The robot overlords are coming. Oh my gosh. I mean, at least it was accurate. That, that's actually worse. <laughs> if it was inaccurate, we could at least blame it on like an algorithm or something. Nope. They're getting smarter. They're getting smarter. They know things about humans. They know things. 
not cool. Maybe it's time to say goodbye to my watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Someone just, like, randomly finds a watch on the side of the road, like, crushed up and, like... <laughs> when is this? Well. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says back. Yes. <gasps> See? See? No. This is now a horror podcast. <laughs> Like, you stay tuned for oh the gosh. episode of Marjorie's Haunted Watch. Is there movies out there about therapists and thrillers? Not psychological thrillers, but, like, oh. therapists being the not, well. There I are. mean, there was that one with the DID, quote, quote. Quote, unquote, yeah. Yeah, not really, but. Yeah. I mean, no. all, it seems like all the therapist ones are like that. Yeah. It's, ugh. Ooh, mental illness is scary. Ooh. Like, yeah. Stop anyway. It. Stop, stop it. it yeah all right cool execs out there listening please stop it just stop actually it. fuck off okay yes. cool well i'm glad we took that time to um Take tell break. random people to fuck off that's that's really good that's a really good way to start the episode <laughs> welcome to 2020 yeah. actually <laughs> i really like that to be our quote for 2020 yeah what which one <laughs> <laughs> to just fuck off oh yeah i was like don't worry about yeah. it <laughs> No, that's our unhealthy selves. Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be Actually, just I'm going to fucking worry a lot about it because the world is a dumpster fire. You know, it's fine. And your it's body fine. just does that, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't stop it. Facebook is listening. I know. It's creepy. <laughs> All right. right. Getting back to self-care and why yes. it is bullshit. Um, I actually want to take a little bit of, just as, as an aside, to talk a little bit about the term self-care. Mm-hmm. Because I was sort of looking stuff up, um, and actually, I did not know this, so I wanted to share with everybody else, so y'all know it. The term self-care actually has roots from the 1960s and the 1970s civil rights and women's rights movement. So it was used as a term of empowerment um, as far as uplifting brown, black, and um, female-identified bodies. And so Audre Lorde, who's a black American writer and activist, was quoted as saying, quote, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. Chills. Yeah. So I found that incredibly interesting because once again, we take this concept that at its core has deeply significant power. Yes. And yet... It has become, I will say, the buzzword of privilege and capitalism. Oh, yes. And then this is even more validating to me because we have always stood for that therapy is political. Mm -hmm. And so everything you do and all the shit you say is always rooted (laughs) in this way. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like, oh, heal thyself and all will be fine. Mm-hmm. But it's always, it has always come from this, like, anti-op mm-hmm. moments mm-hmm. that no one's really paying attention to. So pay attention. <laughs> <sighs> well, and I, it's something that we talk about, too, when we say, like, existence is resistance. Yes. And there is no neutral and objective way to exist in the world. Mm-hmm. We continuously impact everybody yeah every person we come into contact with yeah and we can go even woo woo into with the animals and Mm -hmm. with to like nature and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff it's all a rippling effect Mm -hmm. absolutely so the thing the reason why we say self-care is bullshit is because the way we talk about self-care and i mean therapists i am guilty of this like 
like up before grad school, like I absolutely was like, you know, change your thoughts, change your life. Anyway, that sort of shit. So, but the truth is it really rarely reflects the sustaining and nourishing practices that sometimes don't feel good and they sure as shit don't sell well. No, they do not. Um, I'm trying to think of like, why do I think it's bullshit? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's bullshit because, well, one, on like the logistics part of it, it off- always costs money. Like mm-hmm. Lindsay said, it's a very capitalist, or it has become this very uh, big capitalist movement mm-hmm. to just get money out of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like this really easy way to to not know about yourself mm-hmm. and get to know what you actually want and what you need and um, get your needs met. You know, and and you find these um, really unsustainable ways of just soothing yourself Mm -hmm. versus um, deeply knowing who... I'm going to say that a lot, but Mm -hmm. like getting to know yourself Mm -hmm. and not using other people to fill the void that you're experiencing or the energy that you're not getting and... um, I just find it a, a really easy way to not take responsibility on how you feel. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's something <clears throat> we talked about, like how it's usually distractions instead of engagements. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like you know, like when we talk to clients, it's like, oh, distraction is a tool in our tool belt. Yes, but it should not be the only one. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember in Inside Out where mm-hmm. um, Bing Bong loses his? Uh, little yeah. tractor thingy-majig, mm-hmm. and he's sad, and then he sits there moping, and then Joy comes up, and mm-hmm. she goes, she's just like, do you want a tickle? <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, and distractions work sometimes, mm-hmm. and they're really good at getting it out of the way, let's mm-hmm. figure things out, and all that stuff, but then sadness comes in, and we're like, wow, that was really sad, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then hello, self-care, because... It, it takes time. You have to slow down yeah. or not necessarily like slow down, like nap, slow mm-hmm. down, but like honor mm-hmm. um, the thing that you're doing. So at least become aware mm-hmm. that, okay, I really don't want to feel this thing at this moment. Mm-hmm. It's probably not best for me to yell in anger mm-hmm. in my team meeting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to grab this really nice fluffy bank- blanket bring it to the team meeting to self-soothe right distract myself and then come home and like journal right you know right and these are all different like like you were saying like what's going to be true for you or what's gonna be true for me is going to look very different mm-hmm. um i'm also realizing so we have some clips we did a, a couple of interviews with people where we talked we just asked some questions about self-care mm-hmm. so i want to take a moment and pause our talk and we'll insert the clips here so you can kind of hear what people had to say and then we'll come back and share some more of our experiences. Perfect. What does self-care mean to you? Yourself. Uh, self-care, anything that makes you feel good, relaxed, refreshes, recharges your batteries. It's almost like with a car where you like change the oil and you do all these things so that you can help keep it running. Means taking care of yourself noticing what's going on with me and being aware of it enough to like how much time do you spend doing self-care a week uh probably 
probably an hour a day, so I want to say seven hours a week, mindfully. Uh, probably more than I should. Because okay, it varies. So, like, yesterday mm -hmm. I had a bunch, like, a big chunk of open time in my schedule, so I went out and laid in the grass, and that was major self-care. Um, but then on days that I maybe don't have a big chunk of time, self-care is going to look... Um, like it could be even like five minutes of just cuddling with my cat. Not enough. Um, I think it's important though for clients to know that okay. um, that counselors also struggle with yeah. finding time to do self care. Um, like truly self care. Probably a few hours. I think it's all mixed in with everyday life, like how I think. Yeah. Um, how often I take walks around the building, who I talk to, what kind of foods I eat. And so I don't know if it's like an hour of self-care a day, but more just like it's intertwined in daily life. And what is the best part about self-care? Filling my cup. Uh, for me, it is recharging my batteries and um, mm. refilling my bucket in order to be able to do things with other best people. The best part is how much better I feel. Um, the grounding feelings that you would like to do and maintain those things. It's not a I am here to like help you and mm -hmm. us being separate, but more like, hey, we're in this humanity thing together. It's messy and I'm growing. And what is the worst part about self-care? Time management. Maybe feeling a little bit selfish or isolated, maybe missing out on something that I want to participate, but I need. Self-care that I know that I need, but that I don't want to do. But, like it's something we should schedule when I wish it was just something that naturally occurred and like society opened it, like made it more um, likely that you can do it. I think time. So. <laughs> that it sets it up for like a segmented part of your life. Like, just that label of make sure you get your self-care hour in today where it's, I don't know, just that division of you can either do self-care or you can't. And mm -hmm. you either set aside time or you don't. Or I don't know, it just has this, like, binary perspective that I think can be harmful. And has self-care fixed all your Absolutely not. <laughs> all of them. Oh, my goodness. Um <laughs> Um, well, like even just a month ago, I, I my back uh, was falling out of place, mm -hmm. which made everything painful. And so for me, self-care was getting back into exercising. Um, and now my back doesn't hurt and I can do things like lay on the ground outside. Energy. So often I'll feel run down if I don't make time for self-care. So going on a hike or cuddling my dog gives me the like 30 minutes or a couple hours I need to like finish the rest of my day without taking another cup of coffee oh I don't know if it has that's a good question I don't think I'm doing it enough to help me actually I mean I'm amazing like perfect now everything is great <laughs> so no 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 wow yeah yeah so, so what do you think so our questions mm-hmm well, so I was thinking about like what people were saying. The question is like, and has it solved all your problems? Absolutely <laughs> <No>. not. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. No. Well, and there's this idea, right? It's like the more wine you drink, the more bubble baths you take, the more you know yoga you do. It's gonna, it's gonna make things better, more palatable, more in like enduring. I really like this idea 
of self-care as creating a life that you don't have to run away from. Yeah. And that can look very different depending on what's happening in your life. It's true. Do you want to give an example of like how that might look different for the both of us? Yeah. So, um, okay. So for me, self-care is about slowing down and, and actually doing less. I do a lot. Um, I really like when people ask me to do things or participate in stuff, especially. Um, but I find that the more things I do, the less enthusiastic my inner yes is. It becomes a thing that I'm dreading. It becomes a thing that I actually, when people cancel, I'm relieved. Mm. As opposed to being like, oh, I really wanted to do that. Yes. So that's been sort of like this internal process of realizing, wow, I actually am way overbooking myself to the point that when I go do stuff, sometimes I'm already thinking about how much I'd rather be home. Yeah. So that's the self-care piece for you. Yeah, the self-care piece is like saying no. <gasps> I know. It's actually the worst. As a seven, <laughs> it like physically pains me to it's, say no. If you guys haven't listened to our previous yeah. uh, episode <laughs> uh, where we talked about the Enneagram, so just letting you know that that's referring to the Enneagram type seven. Go ahead and look it up if you want. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's so true. Mm-hmm don't run away (laughs) i know (laughs) but it's also like saying no like when i say no though it doesn't mean i'm like saying no and then i'm just like fucking around at home and filling it up with something else Mm -hmm. it's actually allowing myself this is gonna sound weird but allowing myself to be bored (laughs) i can teach you with that i'm good at that (laughs) (laughs) i'm like never bored because i'm always like oh but i could do this and this and this and this It is very helpful for me to actually do nothing. Mm, What does that do? It it actually stimulates my creativity. Oh. It like clears away sort of this, I will call it the distraction like static. Yeah. And I can actually hear myself better when I'm bored. That's insane. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I actually just realized something about myself or like about mm-hmm. a project I'm working on. It's where the moments, the aha moments come. It actually has to be when I'm bored, which is the worst. <laughs> like what the actual fuck? It is why you avoid it from the first place, yes. from the first place. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm very opposite of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where I was really good at being bored because it was easy and I don't have to do anything, and it always feels, well, blah. However, I found out that I need to say yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, I, because otherwise I would just, well, lie, because no is way too hard to say. But I would lie into not doing a thing. Mm. So, I mean, guess how guess how that affects me? <laughs> Guilt. Mm-hmm. No one wants that feeling. Um, but... Me saying yes to participating, me saying yes to going out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always afraid that I'm going to be too tired as if this is going to like, <laughs> you know, make me die. <laughs> Literally. I might actually be deceased during yes. this outing. If I'm too tired, I will fall. Yeah. <laughs> you will have to carry me home, first which, of all. Which is never true. No. Um. But what, what what that does, saying yes, this hard yes for me, is that it tells me how much I actually really love connection. Yeah. And that 
that disconnect to people and like my the 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 world is actually scary Mm -hmm. um i will die Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it feels like it it feels like it and so i i have to tell myself i actually really want to do this Mm -hmm. even if i am tired yeah because it's worth it i will be recharged that next day that week that month will feel joyful Mm -hmm. by doing that Mm -hmm. and how much looking back i don't regret being tired and doing it yeah um but i always regret saying no and not participating right yeah look we're like the opposite i know and here we are connecting (laughs) and my enthusiastic yes and yours was enthusiastic yes yes Mm -hmm. i know and both of us tired Mm -hmm. having a full work day yep and here we are at nine Mm o'clock it's fine yeah (laughs) we're not dying we ate dinner (laughs) we took care of ourselves fine (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. and so i think realizing that it's hard work yeah even if it is something that's so easy to you, mm-hmm. but it's hard too for easy. me, it's too easy for you. Mm-hmm. And I can give you all my no's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we should just trade. We should just <laughs> trade. I'll just ask you. I'll like text you, Marjorie. Should I say yes or no to this? And you'll be like, so you're gonna say no to that one so that I can say yes to yes. it, and then we'll just switch. Swap. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> we have solved all of our problems. <laughs> Done. Perfect. See, that's self care, people. You want to. <laughs> And this is how you do it. Here, you take my problems. Now nine ninety nine on the <laughs> can buy it at your local Target. <laughs> Here's the yes button and the no button. Also, just as an aside, I fucking love Target. I don't know why. And anyway, it's fine. It, they, it's the red color. It's, it's psychology of colors. It's fine. They do a really good job with this capitalism yeah, shit. Right? Their marketing department is on <laughs> so point. Good. On Whoever's point. doing that knows people. Give them a raise. All right. Okay. All right. Shout out to Target. Please sponsor us. Thanks. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> we love you. Speaking of capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> we do self-care. Uh, see, it coexists. Right? You can't have one and not the other. Well, you have to laugh. Otherwise, you'll just scream and never stop. And because, hate it. Yeah. It's horrifying. Yes. Okay. So some of the other questions I had down here for us yeah, to think yeah. about. Okay. Um, I think we kind of talked about, like, what are some of our more challenging, like, self-care realities or practices is there like is there anything that you consider self-care that's really like really hard other than saying the yes or is really challenging (sighs) really challenging sorry my mind just went into like should have we should have we should we have discussed like what people said about like what they do for self-care but then i'm like no that's not necessary because you know they were just answering the questions. Yeah, so I was like, okay, never mind. And now I think a question. lot of the answers were kind of similar, like like similar in the sense that they're things that we think about as yeah, and kind of what we talked about mm-hmm. in our introduction. So I was like, okay, we're fine. <laughs> it's fine. Ooh. You do not have to be good. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, so some of the more challenging self care realities and practices for me, having feelings, mm-hmm. and and. And honoring them, especially when I can do sad now, I can do anger now. I think it's doing well, but I have a hard time showing love and, and then saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, showing that I want physical affection, like give me a hug. I yeah. want one. Um, is really scary, and then I, f- I'm I'm really afraid of 
a weird rejection thing. <laughs> I take it very personal that if I show you that I want you, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, and unfortunately, it nourishes me. You know. Yeah. So, like, I feel really special and important when I ask, "Hey, can you please give me a hug? I'm feeling blah." Right. You know, and mm-hmm. then it and it sort of like revives me (laughs) so not even so it sounds like like not even just like having the feeling like honoring the feeling but then actually asking for what you need around it it's we're all gonna you'll notice that a lot of my self-care is a lot of doing yeah right yeah and for me i do all the time yeah (laughs) so my self-care is actually to what's really hard for me is to ask for help (laughs) and be nice about it Oh, no. Because by the time I get to the point where I'm asking for help, it's usually like, I can't believe you didn't do this. You obviously do not love me. You You obviously don't respect me. Yeah. It's true. It's a little intense. Yeah. Yeah. So so long. (laughs) Right. So the the key is like (laughs) slowing down and not being so self-reliant. Like to actually make space. And I'm thinking of like for my husband, you know, like. Yeah. Telling him, like, actually, I could really use your help with this. I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Or I'm not actually very good at that. Like, those are the things, right? Where it's like, okay, I actually, and that's that whole, like, it's not okay to depend on anyone for anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's letting myself depend on people. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And how challenging is that? Mm -hmm. Like, what does that do, at least, like, to you, like, when you notice yourself, like, wow, I I know it's a challenge because my body literally tenses up Mm -hmm. or, like, my mind goes a million miles per hour or... Well, for me, it's it's normally because it's, like, I'm scared. Mm. Like, it's actually, like, fear because if I ask for help, what if they don't help me? It'll just reinforce my belief that, yeah, you it's not okay to depend on anybody for anything. People just disappoint you. Yeah. And so there's something about that where <laughs> I'll avoid the thing that I know is going to reinforce the belief <laughs> that I already have. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, what I do, like when people help me, I'll let it be like a pleasant surprise. Oh, Yeah. But there's also something kind of sad about that. Yes. Because then when people don't, it's because they think I'm fine. I have literally told them over and over that I'm fine. Yes. You provide, you were part of that. Exactly. Yes. So it's, it's disgusting. I hate it. It's like my, I feel like just talking about it is making me feel gross. <laughs> welcome to seeing your own self. Yeah. Welcome to self-care, bitches. Like. Yes. <laughs> getting to know all the bits of parts of you you don't like exactly because if you don't know what it is mm-hmm. how would you even like try a different skill right how like you know well so like for you when you when you talk about like having to do stuff you said Ugh. a lot of your stuff is do- <laughs> yes <laughs> doing what do you mean you don't want to do it for me uh, yeah. yeah see again we should just swap i know <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like how do you like communicate that in a way that also honors that it's really hard for you it's hard (laughs) no shit there's a theme here folks in case you haven't noticed self-care is hard yeah um i think it's it's almost like 
I need to be brave. Mm, I love that. Yes. You are very brave. Yes. And I think that's, it's sort of this, like, I'm scared to do it. I'm anxious to do this Mm -hmm. thing. But I need to be brave to get what I need. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's kind of how it happens. It's very clumsy when I do it. And people are like, uh, you want to what? <laughs> you, you, you want me to hug you? Okay. okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I'll hug you. But I can't, I have not built the, um, the, what is the word that I'm looking for? Not awkward. The opposite of awkward. The finesse. The finesse mm. of, of doing. Right. Well, it's a practice. <laughs> yes. How do you do this? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's crazy. So I'll teach that class. You teach the other one where you don't move for a long time. (laughs) Gladly. (laughs) Gladly. Mm. It's so easy to not move. No, that's actually not true. (laughs) (laughs) And just knowing, noticing that our differences, Mm -hmm. it's going to be different for everybody. So even what we're saying may not actually resonate with you. Yeah. And that you don't have to look like Lindsay and I. No, you absolutely. In fact, please don't because you're wonderfully you and that's part of what makes everybody wonderfully themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is more of an invitation to actually like get in touch with that part of yourself. Yes. Because you know, if you don't know what that is, I don't think I would have chosen or realized that doing was going to be self care for me. Right. Yeah. If I didn't pay attention Mm -hmm. and, and, and allow myself to have my own thoughts and feelings around what would energize me Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think in some ways my my doingness is more socially valued Mm -hmm. because grind culture which is something you talked about Mm -hmm. like the the idea oh like high achieving Mm -hmm. high performing able to do a lot but at what cost yes that has become my thing where it's like yeah you bet your fucking ass like I'm actually good at that Mm mm-hmm and just being, quote, good at something is not always great for you. Yeah. I don't know. Why do we reward this, that sort of... Capitalism. Oh. This all comes back to capitalism. Fucking Spoiler alert, capitalism. it's capitalism. It's true, though, but it really kind of grinds you to death. Yes. It grinds you into powder. It's the machine. It consumes. Yeah. It does not care. When you die or burn out, it'll no. just replace you with another body. Yeah. And that's, there's no, there's no prize there. None. No. I mean, they kind of give you the illusion that you're going to have like lots of money and it's going to be easier for you. They like make you employee of the month or whatever shit. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And that you're doing such good work for everybody, but you're like, but am I? Well, and then it's like, for me, there's something really painful in the egoism of it. Like mm. when my ego gets stalked in that way, it actually detracts from my humanity. I become less human. And I become more robotic and I mm. become more critical of myself and others. Yeah. I become more perfectionist and I lose sight of joy. Like the joy actually leaves my body. Wow. And that is actually the closest thing to death I can describe. And this is, I mean, we, our bodies literally communicate to us mm-hmm. when we need rest. Yeah. And, and and that not being celebrated really is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, I mean, years and years and years of, like, 
social work. I did social work for a year. And by the Mm -hmm. end of that year, I, my blood pressure was through the roof. My Mm -hmm. mental health had completely deteriorated. I was in so much physical pain that I realized when I, when I turned in my two weeks notice, I said, this job is going to kill me Mm -hmm. because it was, it was too much. I believe you. Yeah, I almost worried that I wouldn't be able I wouldn't be able to become a therapist because of that. Because of how painfully busy and yeah, crazy it is. Cuz that's hard work. Yes. My gosh, mm-hmm. all the social workers out there, you mm-hmm. do you do so much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which is why I couldn't do it because I like doing nothing. <laughs> I like sitting in office. So I'm a therapist instead. Yeah. <laughs> Very fancy. Very fancy therapist. So then what lightens your load? What lightens my load? Connection to people. I mean, it's all, I already know this. This mm-hmm. is my theme. It's always going to be connecting to people. My day can be packed, mm-hmm. filled, like 6 a.m. to 10, a. 10 p.m. And if I have, like, really genuine connection mm-hmm. at one point in that day, I am energized. Mm. And I can sit, lay in my bed and feel, like, it was a purposeful, mm-hmm. beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm busy and I know I'm not going to have any connections to mm-hmm. people that I love, at the end of the night, I am my mind is racing. Um, I feel awful. Um, I feel like something's missing. And I can't sleep. Mm, even though you're tired. Even though I'm tired. But my mind and my heart did not get what they needed my body was doing things but that's not what it is mm-hmm. that's so important to know yeah and so i think realizing like even today if someone was to look at my schedule and you're like you worked from 9 a.m to 6 p.m and saw all clients and then you drove all the way an hour and a half later to do a fucking podcast <laughs> And then I'll say, yeah, because I know I'll feel really good. Mm-hmm. And then when I get home, I'll feel like it would actually be a really good sleep. Yeah. And so then my day tomorrow morning at nine, I feel rested. Mm-hmm. Not this like my body's just tired and I'm trying my mind and my heart to fall asleep and it can't mm-hmm. because I didn't take care of it. Yeah. So that's what mine looks like. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, mine is creativity. Mm. This is something I've reflected a lot on, and this is sort of like 2020 hashtag goals, whatever. <laughs> um, even though that's also bullshit. That's a separate episode. <laughs> New <laughs> Year's resolutions. resolutions. <laughs> anyway, yeah, fuck that. Anyway, yeah. so for me though, I really did think, um, really did think about 2020. 2019 was a very, very difficult year for me. Um, and so I did think a lot about what did I want to have different you know what were the things that were missing for me in 2019 um and so there was far too much doing Hmm. but there also was a lot of neglecting my creative projects like I got so little writing done like months and months would go by and I hadn't written anything Mm -hmm. and that was really hard because what I've what I've come to realize is that actually part of my mental health is writing and creative projects because it allows me to metabolize 
some of like just societal toxicity, but my own toxicity in a way that is generative. Like mm-hmm. I can actually make something of that energy, mm-hmm. that energetic load. Um, and so for me, it like what lightens my load is writing and it's whether I'm doing morning pages and I'm just journaling out bullshit in the morning or I'm actually working on one of my novels or I'm going to writer's group or I'm talking to my writing friends about our projects. Um, you know, and it looks, this podcast is one of my creative projects, you know? And so those sorts of things where I'm like, Oh, that lightens my load. And that is something worth saying yes to. Yes. 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 <laughs> so what yes. does that feel like if, if you know, if you had to embody this thing or whatever? Or is it even, even a, an embodying thing? But, like, what does that actually feel like if you could describe writing your thoughts on paper, your creative things on Yeah. Things? It's, I mean, I mean, a lot of people talk about this, but like the idea of like a flow state uh-huh. where you actually are so in it yeah, that you're not thinking about anything else. So like my, I have a very, very quick brain, mm-hmm. but it's often running about 75 different programs at the same time. Yes. Um, and <coughs> the only, well, not the only, I mean like, but the very few times where that stops is in those creative flow times. So Jeez, it is great. a reprieve yeah. from a mind that never stops. I can't even imagine what it's like to have a lot of things <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> I, I could I could literally stop thinking. <laughs> I Actually, Garth, the other day, I, he somebody asked a question and it like caught me off guard. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I actually, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And he's like, bullshit. He's like, <laughs> The day someone said, and I'm like, Garth, because he never swears. Or, well, yeah. I mean, he does, but it was very, like, emphatic. He's like, the day somebody tells me Lindsay doesn't know what to say, I'm just going to say bullshit. <laughs> you know, and it was funny, but that's, it's very, there are very few moments in my life where my mind is blank. Yeah. Where I actually don't know what to say. And that's, like. But I need that. Yes. I need it to shut off. Yes. that's not good. <laughs> because it's tiring and yes. exhausting. Exactly. And literally everything is working. Exactly. So you need to restart your computer. Yes. I see. Put it in sleep mode. Put it in sleep mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. Right? Uh. So the last question I thought we could talk about, just because mm-hmm. I think it's always interesting right? Like how we change as people. Mm -hmm. So what did self-care used to look like for you like 10 years ago compared to how it looks for you now? (laughs) First of all, I don't talk about myself 10 years ago. I had this uh, throwback. So I'm very nostalgic. um, And I look through my past to tell me information. So this is great. But the image I got was my uh, 16-year-old self, maybe 17, Mm -hmm. laying in my bed it's noon Mm -hmm. I have not gotten up Mm -hmm. and I had went to bed at like seven Mm -hmm. and just sort of like 7 p.m or a.m p.m so it had already been what 15 hours Mm -hmm. and this this like thinking this is what I need Mm -hmm. (laughs) um because I felt like 
you know, all the changes around me, like no one liked me mm. and maybe I'm not worth being someone's friend or they didn't invite me, even though, by the way, they did. <laughs> um, but I just kept thinking in my mind that no one did. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that what I needed to do was just sulk in my bed. Mm-hmm. Not in a very depressed, like I can't do anything way, but right. like this is what I deserve. Mm. But it never energized me. Mm-hmm. And I never paid attention that me working out, Mm -hmm. because I was a cheerleader, I know, um, (laughs) that I actually felt more alive when I used my body, Mm -hmm. you know, but I did, I always thought, because I think actually, I I think my personality is the epitome of self-care that we see, which is like rest, Mm -hmm. you know. recharge at home Mm -hmm. take a bath find Mm -hmm. all the comfy things Mm -hmm. um journal like all of those are like of course you're gonna do that that's just normal you put in time for that that's by the way i don't i know (laughs) and 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 i and i forget sometimes that i do actually think in my day okay i was like okay i'm gonna do all this work so that when i'm home i have nothing to do Mm. like it's just part of my priorities I know. Like, I know for a fact that c- going home after this, I am going to take a bath. It was already planned in my mind. Wow. I know. It's crazy. Anyway, so I, I think I was always good I get at bored those things. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost necessary. And so I think I, I, oh, I was always very good at what it looked like to do the self care thing. Mm hmm. But it just wasn't the right self-care for me yeah. in this sense. Yes. So I was very good mm-hmm. at, you know, isolating. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> called isolating, by the way. That's, that's not self-care. <laughs> isolating by, like, doing comfortable things. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what I did. And I did that for a very, very long time. And I still actually like using those things. Mm-hmm. It's just now I will do more things. <laughs> Like you. Right. So what about the fear of being tired? Oh, yeah. That's still there. So that was there 10 years ago, too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably why I said no. Mm -hmm. Or um, what if I'm not going to be engaging enough? Mm. What if I'm not fun enough? Or what if I can't say what, you know, relate? So a lot of fear around, like, what if I don't, because I don't know who I am. Mm -hmm. Well, then can you tell me who I am? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I was always afraid of not being good enough in social mm-hmm. situations for sure. But mm-hmm. yes, always terrified that I'm somehow going to die if I'm not energized enough, mm-hmm. which also kind of feels very five-ish in the Enneagram mm-hmm. and four, cause I guess we're all withdrawers. <laughs> um, we're so afraid that we can't do the things yeah. if we're not prepared or ready or um have enough yeah so that is definitely true and it's not true you have time for the things you need to do mm-hmm. it's true yeah. all right your turn what did you oh, do 10 God. years ago i oh. i drank a lot of alcohol <laughs> Ooh. i mean really that's a good that i i drank a lot yeah and um you know sometimes i still do and it's something that, you know, I've reflected a lot on. And, and it wasn't ever like, oh, alcohol is my self-care. But it would be like, 
oh, I, we're going to have fun. We're going to go out and do this fun thing. We're going to go out nice and get hammered. Yeah. Right? So that was really what it was about, was numbing out, uh, suppressing, mm-hmm. um, not feeling the full extent of my exhaustion, not allowing myself to feel the full extent of my exhaustion, whatever would help me not feel that. Yeah. So food was also a big one for me. Oh, yeah. Food for me, too. Yeah. And I think it's for a lot of people, yeah. you know, but food, alcohol, um, excess, partying, um, shopping. I don't know if you had that. Mine was also shopping. Yeah. Not 10 years ago. That's actually oh. more now. <laughs> <laughs> See, it still happens. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. Um, but so I, I probably would have said, well, I'm, you know, I'm going out with my friends and socializing and that's, that's good for you. That's like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it actually wasn't for me mm-hmm. because the immense pressure I often felt to be fun, to be on, to mm-hmm. be, um, drunk, you know, it was not nourishing and it was not sustainable. And um, and yet it was something that was heavily sanctioned in my environment. It was something that was upheld. It was happy hour with the, you know, girl. Actually, I most of my friends were guys back then. And, you know, it was like happy hour and karaoke and like, you know, all that sort of stuff. And not to say I don't still do those things, but not like I did. Yeah. And with when I do them now, I think the difference is, is being aware of why I'm doing something. So something, a practice I've sort of developed around alcohol and my relationship with alcohol is still complicated. Um, but is if I'm going to drink, I try to ask myself, why am I drinking in this moment? Mm-hmm. Because it's different moment to moment. Sometimes it is like, oh, that looks like a really cool cocktail. Like, (laughs) I want to try it. Um, But then sometimes it's uh, because I'm bored. You know, I'm somewhere where it's boring or it's um, I'm in physical pain. Yes. Like, my body hurts. um, And I know this will distract me from it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or sometimes it's I'm sad. You know, and I don't want to be sad. So, and by the way it's not it doesn't help with any of those things so (laughs) no but in the moment like right as a distraction so I think my self-care is centered around distraction Mm -hmm. instead of actually making difficult choices and enduring boredom and Mm -hmm. enduring and actually sitting in the aloneness me being alone is actually really good for me Um, and it took me a very very long time to accept that Um, but it's been something that has been really quite good for me. So yeah, Mm. some, some big differences there. It is also hard when we live in a culture that alcohol is a big part of our culture. Um, you know, people have often been like, well, why don't you just like quit drinking altogether? Mm. Well, just like many coping skills, sometimes we're not ready to let one go. Yes. You know, and that's that's what's true for me and it's it's one of those like really vulnerable things to admit here on this podcast um but it's just yeah that's just not where i'm at yeah and maybe someday that won't be true mm-hmm. you know yeah but back then it was also you know drugs and other you know it was basically anything anything that can take away all the things yes yes all the bad things not the good things mm-hmm. just the bad things mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. interesting the way you and I mm-hmm. just cope. Yeah. 
and and how do we take care of ourselves or what we thought was taking care of ourselves oh i would make lists that was the other thing too so i would make lists all the time and i had lists fucking everywhere like in journals (laughs) on posted to like walls and shit like that and i'd be like oh yeah, I'm going to make this list and not accomplish anything on this list. And it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. It's going to be great because I'm so hungover. It's going to be so good. And it's like, I'd be like, but look how, or- look, I made a list. Like it would you make me it. feel good to do the list. Yes. And make absolutely no progress towards any of the things I really wanted to do. So that song from Sleeping at Last. Yes. Is literally true. The one? <laughs> yeah. Or is it the one? No. The seven, where it says, like, I, let's oh, make, make a list. Yes, yes. <laughs> but do you think, like, you know, sometimes I would hit a couple on the list, and then I'd be super, I'm like, whoa. You accomplished some shit. Holy shit. So, yeah, so making lists, right? That I was, oh, yeah. It's the, these, the illusions of control. Mm. That was the thing. I was so out of control that anything that it will, would allow me the iota of control or the illusion of it. You were sold. I was a fan. Yes. How interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. It's fun to see how we both want to numb. Mm-hmm. And what numbing looks like differently for us. Yeah. Yeah. But the same. It's still the same uh, result. Yeah. And that's crazy. And I'm really now curious about like, what about other people? And yeah. How do, how do you find yourself numbing or mm-hmm. and what kind of things you, that you do to numb out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's very different. Like if, if you were to say, yeah, Marjorie, go partying to numb. I'm like, no, it's going to make <laughs> me feel things. And I'm going to be super, super aware of how my actions are going to go and what people are going to say. And now suddenly I'm anxious and I don't like this. Yeah. Right. It's very, very different. And it's interesting because now I feel more anxious in social settings than I ever have huh. because I've actually slowed down enough to notice what the fuck is going on around me. Wow. So it's interesting how that has brought some unexpected <laughs> uh, results. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. And it's kind of fun to see that even in our coping skills that aren't probably the healthiest is good for others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. But this, so I think the upshot of all this, right, is like, this is the what we're doing right now is the process of self-care is actually figuring out and talking about it and exploring one what have we historically done Mm -hmm. that has helped or because distraction helps like we can't not acknowledge that yeah it does something otherwise none of us would do it yes and very motivating yeah and it's not it's not sustainable usually or yeah. nourishing in the ways that fill our cup to the point where we're not constantly having to run to the distraction. Yes. Mm-hmm. To where it becomes so like intense and needy and you're doing it the wrong, not the mm-hmm. wrong way. I don't like that word, mm-hmm. but like you're not doing it in the way that actually does. Yeah. Meet you well. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's why self-care is bullshit. And that is why self-care is bullshit because you need to do the work for it. It's mm-hmm. not just an easy fill your fill your bathtub up with uh, bath salts or whatever mm-hmm. they're called. Though they're my favorites. Um, it's just not that easy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's having the hard conversation that you really don't want to have. Ooh, I just suddenly felt super anxious. When you're like, <laughs> you mean I need to confront somebody? Yeah. Ah! 
or stand or advocating for yourself or standing up for yourself or setting that boundary you don't want to set yeah say no yeah saying no staying home being bored yes actually the worst yes i love boredom i can teach people how to be good at boredom. fucking teach a class please <laughs> yes and how to enjoy it oh my god i can do that for you and how oh and how beautiful the mundane is come on come on i mean mundane <laughs> is cool like if i'm taking a walk and i'm like oh look there's trees and there's people i'm literally sitting on my couch and i'm like fuck i haven't seen people in like two, two hours, hours. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing new on instagram or facebook and everybody's at work or like whatever and i'm just sitting there thinking i wish an asteroid would strike the earth <laughs> Just to be exciting. Just, just to mix it up a little. Because <laughs> then then I'll be like, I am so bored, I think I'll go right. Oh, yeah. This is, like a conf- this is like this a confession is hour. confession hour. <laughs> I think that's going to be most of our podcasts. Well, I mean, yeah. I true. mean, this is kind of what we wanted. We want proof that we are doing the thing. Yeah. And that we're not going to eventually be hypocrites. God, I really hope we're proud of ourselves, by the way. Like, ten, ten years from later, now, we're going to be like, first of all. Y'all suck. <laughs> all this shit you were saying. You I didn't got news know for anything. You. I know. But it's okay because global warming, we're all going to die anyway. So yes. I mean, death ultimately. So I'm voting for the giant asteroid in 2020. I don't know who you're voting for, but just saying. <laughs> please vote. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. Please vote for fucking someone. Yes. Except that one. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So, well, I think that's sort of what we got today. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to thank you all so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions or share with us yeah. how you do self-care and yes. how do you figure out that that's the thing that you need to do, mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool to know. Yeah. Um, because we like uh, others to figure out what they like to do. Yeah. And then we'll support you and be like, yeah, do you. <laughs> fucking do shit hell yeah you're gonna lay there and be bored or hell yeah you're gonna get your ass off the couch and go somewhere (laughs) hell yeah you're gonna nap (laughs) nap i hate napping i I straight up okay as an aside i fucking hate napping everyone's like just take a nap it's so good for you i'm like why do i wake up two hours later nauseous with a headache feeling like i have launched through space and time because you weren't supposed to do two hours but i can't do 30 minutes either Yours might be 15. An no, because I lay there and think about, okay, it's been oh. 45 seconds. Oh, no. Surely it's been five minutes. Yeah. No, it's bad. So we need to go to Barcelona. I think someone just needs to knock me upside the head <laughs> with a sledgehammer. Because you will be shamed for not taking a nap from three to four. Barcelona? Yes. <laughs> I will be shamed for not taking a <laughs> like nap? You're, like you're the odd one out if you just didn't take a nap. Like, it's part of, like, the built-in culture. I, like, I mean, take naps. What? I know. There's a plate. Oh, well, I mean, I've heard of, the, like, the mid-afternoon siesta. Yes. But I, didn't, I, I thought that was just, like, a resting time. I didn't realize you actually nap. I'm pretty sure people nap. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I feel like that was so that it, that, that's Like, I'm pretty people. sure people nap. Like yes. You, why yes. don't you live there? I know. <laughs> it's my country, apparently. I'm from the Philippines. But, I mean, like, to be know. fair, I think you should be allowed to nap at work. I think it's really fucked up that we don't let people nap at work. Yeah. Like, if you need... Because we've all had those moments where we're so tired mm-hmm. that we could cry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I take naps already at my work because I'm really good at that stuff. What? I know. You do? Yeah. Because oh. I have a couch. And so I just... 
block of time. Not I have a couch schedule anybody. I laid on it once and then I felt weird. Weird. And I was like, I'm laying on this couch. I should get up. I have things to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought process. Yeah, no, mine was like, oh, you know what? Next week um, I have Monday and noon's not taken out yet. I'm definitely going to block that and make that nap. Literally planned it. I see. It's ahead like, it, of time. It's like it's like we don't even live on the same planet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, excuse me, you took a nap? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, well, naps make me feel like dying. So I don't know. Like, hey, to all you nappers out there, I'm very happy for you and yes. your freaking naps. And yes. yeah. It only works for those people. Yep. Hard I, pass. I read somewhere where self-care for nines was power naps. And I was like, accurate. Wow. I know. So. Okay. Everyone has a different. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Welcome to 2020. We're glad to be back. And stay tuned. Uh, give us a shout out. Follow us. Do all the things. And mm-hmm. we'll see you at the next one. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to our bullshit. Tired of your own excuses? Want to continue the conversation? Hit subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and leave us a review. It is, for some reason, really important for us to get reviews in order for people to see us out there into the (laughs) internet. And it would be really cool that if you do that, that way when people type in therapy or therapeutic, um, we're up there in the searches. So that would be really cool. And uh, I hope you come back and listen to us.